Hello, I'm Lauren Hubelay. I'm a health educator and a gymotherapy expert. And I'm joined today with my four interns who have been guiding you along a very special path, a path that will help you um, feel empowered to restore the immunity of your own child. This is the final episode of Every Mom's Guide to Immunity. And um, what I'm going to be doing today is probably the most important episode because what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what it's really like and what each of these brave women that have been working with me over the past year have done with their in their own families and have learned from their experiences so um, i'm going to start out with chris in california chris thanks so much for being with us today to wrap up this Every Mom's Guide to Immunity. And I'm gonna ask you to share with us one thing that you have found to work, be valuable, that was important in helping restore your family's immunity and how did you make it work? Well, it was, this was kind of a challenging question for me at first because um, we, my family has been using homeopathy for a long time. And so my kids were really used to taking the remedies and it's just the way we did things from a very young age. And so kind of adding gemotherapy in the mix was, was just, just something else that they were, you know, just something new that mom was having them do. So when I was thinking of how I wanted to make gemotherapy um, included, incorporated in our, in our lifestyle. It was about nervous system, of course, that, that's most important, especially for some of the issues in my family. I have an autistic daughter, so there's her issues, and, and going through puberty was really hard for her. Right. So <laughs> those nervous system gemos have, have really been key. Um, I only have one child who has kind of elimination problems. So that was, that was something that um, was really important for me to work with for him. So just individualizing, you know, the, the GEMO protocols for each person in my family. I think one of the biggest challenges that for, for that I had was just kind of remembering to even take the GEMOs. So you know, building it into your family routine. So in the morning we have, you know, like this assembly line, I call it our assembly line. And then I they just open their mouths and I baby bird it, just kind of just bloop, 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 drops in the mouth. <laughs> and then of course the next trigger is lunchtime. If someone is on a, a midday demo. And then if someone is on an uh, evening demo, then dinner time is that trigger. So just building that into your family routine, um, I think is going to be, was just really helpful for, for me. Chris, thanks. That's so practical because um, it's real easy to want to add this in, but having finding a practical way and the way you've attached it to mealtimes is wonderful. That's a great way to help families remember. Is there any advice that you would give a mom that's just starting out on this path for their family? Yeah, yeah, there, there are a couple things. I think the first thing is just 
being easy on yourself, this is a real paradigm shift for a lot of moms. And so there's, there's, there can often be that tendency to go into, you know, am I doing it right? Is this good, bad, right or wrong? And I think that gemotherapy, as powerful as it is, is also really gentle. And there's, it allows so much room for experimentation and testing things out and really getting to know the different extracts on an individual level. And that's, I know that's one of the things that you teach in all of your classes is trying an extract and, you know, experimenting with it to see how, how, um, what kind of experience you have with it. And I know there have been certain extracts that I've actually taken and journaled um, my experience with it. And that has been really interesting and fun and just be curious and observant. Um, be curious about, you know, what information does my body need right now or my child's body need right now? And just kind of building up your observational skills to get in tune with the different nuances in, in um, energy and mood of yourself and your children, I think are, are just, is that's just something that, that builds over time, I think. And I think the other main piece of advice I would give is just not to be afraid to reach out if you need help or ask questions. You, Lauren, you built an amazing community that all of us ladies are a part of and we love it. And we're, you know, each one of the ladies here are doing just amazing work in their own spheres. And gemotherapy is, there's so much new information coming out all the time. And, and so I know that we've all, we all love gemotherapy and we're committed to sharing it and helping people. And so I think that community support aspect is really important, especially when we're doing things like this that we get pushback from, from friends and family around us who don't really understand. And having someone that has your back and, and can offer support and guidance um, I think is, is really important. Yeah. Chris, this is beautiful. Such words of wisdom. This idea of a paradigm shift is important and making a paradigm shift takes time and we have to be gentle with ourselves, right? Absolutely. And knowing that you're not alone is something you clearly underscored there for everyone. There is a community and right now I have four um, practitioners here ready and willing to help you if you need further support along the way. Chris, thanks so much. We're going to um, jump all the way across uh, to the other side of the globe to Lena in Ukraine. Lena, thanks so much for being with us today. What's the one thing that you have seen or seen as the most significant shift for your family and how did you make it work? Hi, Lauren. It's great uh, to be here today. Well, uh, actually, my family and I are already a year and a half in this uh, journey with uh, gemotherapy, in this journey of restoring our immunity. And um, I think that the most um, significant change I have implemented in my family uh, was um, the diet change, changes mm -hmm. I have made. Yes. It was so it was not so easy to make, you know, but we moved to a plant-based diet and uh, I have big family, five children. And uh, so it was not, was not easy, but uh, um, 
we we have stopped what i mean uh, but plant plant based diet we stopped uh, using dairy products for 100% and uh, we decreased uh, uh, meat consumption uh, like for one two times in a week so uh, for us that that are really great changes uh, and these um, changes hel helped us a lot Lena, I know this was a big um, shift for your family. There was a lot of cultural pushback, wasn't there? Yes, my family uh, actually consists of Georgians and Ukrainians, so um, different cultures mixed together, and it was uh, hard to make these changes together, but we did it. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. So, Lena, on that note, if you were to advise a mom starting out on this journey right now, what advice would you share? Uh, yes, I do have some advices. Um, actually, I want to say that uh, the tastes really change and every mom has to know this, it's important. Like when you're at the start of making some significant changes um, in your family diet, it's always frightening. Like nobody wants to follow you to make these changes, especially children or maybe even your husband. <laughs> but uh, the taste really change and uh, you have to remember this uh, all the time. And uh, for, for example, my daughter didn't like um, fruits and uh, vegetables at all, even berries. But now she eats uh, uh, strawberries she didn't like and uh, bananas and uh, all the vegetables, even broccoli. <laughs> so uh, this happened. Um, and also I want to give advice that you have to start from yourself. And uh, everybody in your family will, will see the changes you have made with your own health, with your immunity, and they will actually do the same. Uh, and maybe the third thing is that do not move too fast. Do not make rapid changes, just be patient and um, this will happen. Yeah, yeah. Lena, that, that's such sound advice on so many levels because um, we think if, if we face resistance in the beginning, we're always going to have this resistance. And what when we accept that storyline, we're not making room for others to grow. And just like we can grow in our process, each one of your family members can grow. We just need to keep showing up, setting the example. And um, for some, it may take a month or two. For others, it may be a couple years. But we never give up on people, do we? We yeah. just keep setting our example and being available. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks, Lena. Thank you. And then coming in to Kara in Texas. Kara, thanks so much. What's the one thing that you would suggest to um, that worked for your family and how you made it work? How, how would you phrase that for everyone? Yeah, I think for me in my GEMO journey over the last three years, it's almost been three years this wow. fall, wow. is um, it's been more of a uh, mental, emotional journey for me of kind of just building off of what the other women have spoken to that 
just not needing permission from anybody else that it's okay for me to take Gemos and to give it to my family. And if it feels good for me, that that's enough. And that I don't need my husband to get it. I don't need my sister to get it. I don't need my best friend to get it. I don't need a doctor or a pediatrician to get it. That, you know, if it works for me and I'm noticing how it's making changes for me and our family, that that's good enough. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And And a lot of that, I think part of making that shift, again, it took me like almost three years to do this is to see this all as a spectrum, like healing tools as a spectrum. And that like, this isn't this black and white decision that like, all right, we're just throwing out all the other tools that we've known forever. And we're never calling the doctor ever again. (laughs) It just means that there's a new tool set that we have. And that like, I trust that I'll know if I need to reach out for additional support. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, but what I found is that if we follow the protocols, you know, which include the diet and, and the GEMOs and the lifestyle changes that usually if we get the issues early on enough, you know, that it, we don't need to end up reaching out for these other support mechanisms. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Kara, that is such profound advice because particularly as women, we so often look to out for outside validation, right? Yes. And um, I think anyone listening sometimes, and I think often, that's the first stumbling step of bringing change to your family. You're enough. If you believe this is right, that's enough. And just move forward. And then as Lynn is saying, to just be the example and and give it time. Wonderful. What advice would you share with someone starting out today? Yeah, so just kind of building on that, that, you know, this doesn't have to be this big declaration of like, I'm a gemo person now, you know, it, you can just take a small step and just see how it goes. Uh, Example of this is um, that really helped to build my confidence was just using the tools um, when our son had an ear infection, you know, he was having recurring ear infections and I just noticed oh, he's not in as much pain as he was before. And this is resolving itself. And just kind of little bits like that just help to build confidence over time. Beautiful. Kara, thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having us here. Yeah. And then Megan in Louisiana. Megan, what one thing um, made the biggest change in your family and how did you make it work? So interesting. I know that we are discussing, you know, every mom's guide to immunity and I think just as mothers our hearts are on the outside of our chest now when we become mothers and we want to do everything to make this little human um, the best possible that they can be and take away all the symptoms you know whether it's pain or recurring infections or not sleeping I think the biggest takeaway for me on our journey and we're almost two years in is that I was a huge key to Callum's healing and healing myself and I think as mothers, we put ourselves on the back burner and think, okay, we'll, we'll get to us and we'll get to us and we'll get to us. But sometimes um, we have to stop everything and take care of us. Not sometimes, always. We need to put us at the front of the bus. And that when we are healing, and for us, it was um, emotionally and mentally, me as a mom, just being exhausted and 
um, like I had nothing left to give. And so when I started my own gymos and my own healing, that made a tremendous impact in the life of my, my husband and my child. Um, and I just, that was just life changing, along with everything else that all the women have said. Um, but for me, taking care of me really impacted them. And Megan, having been there with you, I know you got support from your family in doing that. You just had to speak up and, and make that um, proclamation to yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. And just realizing that it's okay to say, hey, I'm not in a good place. So how does this affect them? And I remember having that conversation with you. And uh, you, you were like, well, let's try this and let's do this. And it just made such a difference. Um, it just filled me and it brought clarity. And in a clear state, um, you're able to better see um, to make decisions for them. It was just healing for us all. Yeah, so mom's listening. I, I really want to underscore what Megan has to say here because um, there isn't um, anything on this podcast series that doesn't apply to you too. So I would um, listen through it once as a mother for your children and then go right back and listen to it again for you as a woman and the caregiver and the holder of the creativity in your family and see what that really means. So Megan, what advice do you share with anyone just getting started? I think one of my favorite things, I have two pieces of advice, but my favorite one is there are no mistakes in gymotherapy. And I think that as a person who has um, set high standards for myself, that was so freeing and peaceful that there's so much room for, like Chris said, experimenting. And um, this is such gentle medicine that you really can't mess it up. You can't. Um, and then the second piece of advice that I would offer would be that breaks are necessary. And so you think that if I just give a little bit more, if I just give a little bit more, then we're going to reach, you know, that next point. But it is so much needed, not only for us as women, but for our kids and their tiny little bodies to get those demo breaks. And you really will see a lot of healing come when you start to, when you stop for a second from the protocol to let that, what you've given, take time to kind of get in and get deep. Yeah, beautiful, Megan. And just, just to um, clarify that, so when you start protocols and once you get it set up for yourself or your child, taking a day or two off, often on the weekends is a good time to do that, to let that information be integrated in your bodies. So, I mean, there you have it. Some absolutely beautiful firsthand advice from women who have walked this walk with their family against all kinds of challenges um, from, from all different um, sources. And so I want to, again, encourage you to have a listen again, because you've reached this end of the podcast. You're going to hear these words differently each time you listen and more will um, penetrate. And I wish you all the best on this journey and never once think you're alone. We've got a whole team here ready to help. Thank you.